Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and you're listening to Flip This with Steve Londo, the real estate investing podcast that focuses on finding and negotiating with motivated sellers and flipping houses without using banks or private lenders. You must be prepared to ignite. Fucking with me now. 
Hi friends. Hi Facebook. Welcome to Flip This, the real estate investing podcast that teaches you how to find and negotiate with motivated sellers to flip houses without using banks or private lenders. Turn that music down a little bit. As always, I'm your host, Steve Londo, joined by my boy, Jeremy Burgess. And we have some microphone issue. There we go. Look at it. I am a full-time wholesaler flipping houses in Detroit and the suburbs. Today, it's going to be a lot of Detroit. Wholesaling, if you're not sure, is where you go out and find a motivated seller, someone who really needs or wants to sell their house. You negotiate a price, sign a contract with them to buy it for, say, 30000 and you go market it, find a buyer for 40000 you assign your contract to that buyer, and you make the profit in between. Pretty sweet deal. Uh, I do this full-time in Detroit and the suburbs here throughout Southeast Michigan, really probably six or so counties at this point. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Facebook. Now, everyone's favorite time, everyone's favorite portion. Do the hand. Since Jeremy can't. Deals. 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 I don't think I introduced you. Did I introduce you? Yeah, you did. Jeremy Burch. Hand your mic off. Josh Smith. My bad. Micah. Thanks, What's guys, up? for tuning in. Thanks for sharing. What's up? So today we're very Detroit heavy in the deals. Ain't nothing wrong with that, brother. Ain't nothing wrong with that. There's lots of money in Detroit. For those fact, sleeping on Detroit... They're flipping as possible again, mm-hmm. and all sorts of areas. So pay attention. There might be some opportunities here. Yes, sir. And there also might be some cash flow, cash flow real estate. If you like money, and you like money in your mailbox every month, I like money. This is these are deals for you then. So the first one, uh, this is a frame tenant occupied house on the east side. 20210 Monart. You like that east side, right? 20210 right. <laughs> Monart. It's 48234. Um, man, this is cheap. 13000 You don't get much cheaper than that. It's rented. It's tenant occupied with a real tenant. Now, they only pay 500 bucks a month, but that's why it's only thirteen grand for you. I was this close to having it sold for fifteen. So you can tell I want this property gone, right? I don't want this on my books anymore. Get it out of here. 13,000, uh, you can take it. It's a three bedroom, two bath frame bungalow. It's got a finished basement and a one car garage. You'd call this a landlord special, right? Um, you can fund your retirement with this east side rental. Eight mile mound outer drive area. It's actually a decent little area. It's not bad. It's frame. That's why it's so cheap. And it's also rented for 500 a month, which is why it's so cheap. And it's east side, which is why it's so cheap. So stop fucking around. Buy this house. Steve at stevebuyshousesfast.com. You could also hit up Paul at stevebuyshousesfast.com. What is it Elysium? Elysium? What the uh, what's that? Oh, Ethereum? Yeah, Bitcoin. Yeah, you can buy it with Ethereum. Ethereum I'll sorry. give you another 500 bucks off. Yeah. <clears throat> 20210 Monart uh, in Detroit, 48234, $13,000. It's rented for 500 a month. That's cash flow. All right. So you like rentals. You don't like East Side. You want West Side, you want brick, not frame, and you want something a little more secure rental wise, right? Instead of maybe some cash rental. That that tenant, I don't know anything about the tenant, to be honest with you, if they're good or bad. Um, I don't know if we have the payment history for that one for Monart. I'm not sure. I'll have to look. Anyway, so this one, if that's not your thing, maybe this one is. So eight eight four one Whitcomb, Detroit, four eight two two eight. This is a brick house. It's Section 8 rented, 700 a month. This means your money is directly deposited right into your account every month. 
ACH. We love this. Um, we have rent records going back for several years on this property from 2014. So I've seen it. It's legit. Um, this is also, it's like I said, it's a section eight rental. So this is all HUD's records as well. Um, it's a three bed, one and a half bath brick bungalow with a one car detached garage. It's around the Greenfield and Joy area. Um, decent area, good house, solid cash flow, 22,500. It's already rented. All the hard parts done for you. It's up to code. It's rented to section eight. They don't let you go a year without getting reinspected. So this house has been re- reinspected. It's passed everything. It's up to speed. All you got to do is collect, start collecting the money. So hit us up, Steve at stevebuyshousesfast.com. You can hit up Paul at stevebuyshousesfast.com as well. And I'm crackling again. <clears throat> again, that address was 8841 Whitcomb in Detroit, 48228, 22,500. We're ready to close on that right now. Um, all right. So if those two aren't your cup of tea, you want, you know, I want a house that is really shitty. I want a house that doesn't have a tenant in it yet. I want a house that I have to put some work into. I like rehab. This house might be for you. So this is a unique opportunity. It's a good solid brick house, but it does need a lot of work. Um, nothing major in terms of foundation wise or nothing crazy. This just needs good old rehab. The address is 15410 Sorrento in Detroit, 48227. It's a, this is a Harmony Village area. So I know I've talked about this one on the podcast before. And I think I had it at 19,000. So again, want this house sold, right? It's on the MLS. I've listed it for 17. I've had, I listed it yesterday. I had two showings yesterday and I think I have two scheduled for today. So I want it gone. But since you guys, are my loyal listeners. You can get it for 15000 It's a three-bedroom, two-and-a-half-bath, brick colonial. It's Harmony Village. It's close to University District, uh, Livernois. The Lodge Freeway is right there. This is a, a good area. It's not the best area. So it's not the University District. It's not in that Bagley. It's on the other side of the freeway. But it's fifteen k. And also, it will need a little bit of work. But like I said, it's nothing major a good clean out, um, and, and really bring it up to speed, bring it up to, you know, today's standards, make it nice at probably 10 to 15,000, but the values will be there. This would be a good longer term hold. I don't know if the values there to support flipping it retail right now. What I mean by that is if you made this house nice, I bet you you'd find a buyer. I don't think you'd be able to find a cash buyer, and I don't know if you'd be able to get this appraisal support to fund, you know what I mean, to support the price that you could sell this house for. So what I mean is buy it, fix it, rent it out for a, a couple of years while the rest of the neighborhood appreciates around you. And then you can cash out down the road if you want. You also get better tax pre, uh, treatment that way, too. So I'm not a tax lawyer. I'm not an accountant. I'm not anything professional whatsoever, as you can clearly hear. So... <laughs> You're in good company, sir. 15410 <laughs> Sorrento, Detroit, 48227. Seriously, though, it's a solid house. Um, I'm motivated to sell it. I need it gone. I don't hold on to these things. I don't keep this inventory and, and list houses for months on end. I get a contract. I want it gone. So my motivation of speed is to your benefit. You guys get great prices, and uh, you guys can make the big bucks later. So 15410 Sorrento, hit us up. 
Steve at SteveBuysHousesFast.com, Paul at SteveBuysHousesFast.com, 586-940-1833. I hope I didn't screw that up. You didn't say that with a lot of certainty. Don't forget to go to 313cashdeals.com. Never miss a deal. It's great that we pitch him on the podcast, but podcast is only once a week, man. He locks up deals every day sometimes. So 313cashdeals.com. Add yourself. Thank you, thank you. And Facebook, thank you for watching this. Um, I like trying to put these Facebook Live videos out for the deal section, but that's all you get, so you now are censored. See ya. All right, and we're back. And we're live. Through the magic of technology. Now I can relax a little bit, right? All this live live video <laughs> pressure. Is that intense? Oh, wait, no, we're still recording. Yeah. Damn it. I have to that's, entertain you. I haven't you. figured out how to get it on YouTube, though, so you don't have to worry about that one. Right. Yeah. Are you not entertained? Yeah. iTunes slash stitcher slash spotify slash wherever the hell you're listening to this podcast man i like that sorrento one i, I like do that too sorrento. that is you love a, my cell job too right how yeah you want a shitty house here you go it's really not that bad no it's, it's a solid not. house that's in the that's in the edges you know they, it is it's one of those areas that you do have to it, it's not speculating it, it's investing yeah. right it's path a, of progress a, you see the direction exactly. it's going yep and you see the houses that people are buying, and this yep. matches the criteria, and it's nearby. It's just not there yet. Yep. So that's why rental. it's fifteen k and not thirty five k. So there or we go. more, dude, or more crazy. Yeah. Oh, it's dude, crazy out there. Rosedale, nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. So that's it for deals, fuckers. That's all we got with that. Um, I didn't have a what's working, what's not. I just have basically a rant. Um, I like uh, rants. About, <laughs> uh, a rant, so it's not really tell it doesn't me fit more. into any quote unquote category. Yeah, Jeremy, ooh, tell me tell more. more. You got a rant. This is right up my alley. Um, Would, will I get upset about this too? No, you'll be right with me. Okay, so, good. This is perfect because you you have similar story or background and and uh, challenges and things like that. Yes. So basically, the the whole theme i guess is just hustle right you i always say that hustle grind hustle and grind i don't want to hear why you can't do something or why you didn't Mm. do this or whatever fuck your excuses go out and make shit happen i have bad shit happen to me all the time most of the time (laughs) self-inflicted yeah absolutely i do dumb shit i make stupid mistakes i i learn lessons over and over again i'm hard-headed shit happens i don't care i whatever you know, my life wasn't perfect growing up. It wasn't people were way. I have way more people uh, w- were worse off. Right. I should oh, say yeah. not way more. But there were a lot of people that were worse off. There are a lot, whole lot more people better off. It wasn't easy, but I found a way to rise above and put in the work to make myself better and to provide a better life for my kids, my family. So why can't you yeah. don't don't give me a reason why you can't just do it. Do something. I don't want to hear all these reasons why people can't make something happen or why you're not doing something. Oh, I'm, I, I have to wait to do this before I do this. Like having a plan is great. All that stuff's important. Having goals, ambitions, outlining and being organized, all that stuff's awesome. Nothing trumps action. Fucking do something. Yep. Don't give me a reason why you can't just do something. Start with one thing, do something every day, every week to get you closer to where you're trying to go. I don't even really know what sparked that earlier, but I was reading something and then uh Stuman, Ryan Stuman, something he posted and uh, he's 
the person that fuck your excuses came from in, in my mind. I don't know if he's like the inventor of that phrase or not, but he definitely took it over. He took it he's over. He's dominated it he, now. Yeah. He has, he has taken it over. So, but man, I just started to think about it and it just really fired me up that it, I got a GED. You know, I dropped out of school. I was running in gangs, doing a bunch of dumb shit. I almost died literally multiple occasions. So I don't know if I ever told the one story on the podcast about the, Shooting that almost didn't happen. That I don't know if you did on the podcast or not. We've done too many. I can't remember now. Yeah. You should tell it again, though, in case they're new, right? I guess I could tell that story. So basically, the reason I was thinking about all this. So I'm driving. We we used to run in some bad circles, right? Not not be good people. (laughs) And one night, we were supposed to be meeting up and go out to not be such good people. And when I met my friends, I was going to meet my friends. They, they were already gone. They took off without me. The place in the vehicle that I always sat, I was the little guy of the group was in the middle. It was always in the back seat in the middle, whatever. I got the fucking hump for whatever reason this night they left without me. I was pissed off, felt I was mad. I was angry. The whole, whole thing. They come back hours later with the back window shot out and Essentially, the story, it went through the back window and out the side of the passenger window. It went right through where I would have been sitting. I'd be fucking dead, no question. So those types of things, uh, other things like that, rough just shit like that, other things like that, rough history, poor decisions, um, struggles, challenges, You know, not having any sort of education, trying to get a job, and then figuring out how to live life and then having a kid and going, well, shit, now I got a kid to raise and pay for and figure out what I'm supposed to do here. And I, I make like $8 an hour or whatever. whatever yeah, that's not going to work, right? Like, shit, that's not going to work. No. So I know there's people out there listening to this that are in a similar situation. You know, maybe your life isn't where you really want it right now. Maybe you're grinding away at this job that you hate and you're just trying to find your way out. Well, you already have your way out. Listen to the first 10 episodes of this podcast. It'll tell you how to get out. It's number step one is just work your ass off. Believe that you can do it. There's no reason you can't do it. If I can, anybody can. I'm not the, I mean, I'm not the smartest guy in the world. Jeremy's fucking way smarter than I am. And I figured out a way to make this work and make this happen. Um, I'm not a dummy, but I'm certainly not a nuclear engineer either. No, you take massive action. So I just find something that worked for someone else and go do it. Pretty much everything I've I've done and learned, I've learned from somebody else. I mean, I've just essentially watched what worked for them and analyzed if it would work in my area, right? And then just copied the shit out of what they were doing. Tracy, Richard Root back in the day. Fucking Josh and Josh Cantwell and Jeff Watson and Greg Clement and Cleveland back in the short sale days. Yeah, I remember that. Back in the day. Fuck. You know, that they did what worked. And the best part about those three was Jeff Watson yeah. is an attorney. He's gonna do shit right. And he's continuing he's still to crushing shit drum. right now. He's man. still doing it. And yeah. he's posting some very informative videos, which Good I content. asked him to come and share with us in my uh, Facebook group. And I don't think he posted it yet, but I need to invite him to the group. I didn't want to add people. I don't know how to invite them. I just have to, I was added them, but that's frowned upon. I just <laughs> add people to the group. <laughs> I, I didn't like know. That. I did yeah. it on accident. I didn't know. Well, that's an investor group. Come on, man. It's cool. I don't need to add anybody. I get people joining that group every day. So anyway, to get back on rant, 
there's no reason you can't do it. So it's not necessarily a negative rant. It's more of a positive rant. But if you're making excuses, fuck your excuses. I don't have time for it. And nobody gives a shit anyway. Don't I call mean, me with your excuses. Your mom, maybe, if you're lucky. You know, there might, there are a handful of people, but it really doesn't matter. So life's not fair either, too. You yeah. Know? Life's not fair. Yeah, life's not fair. I don't understand this new quest to make everything fucking fair. It's not fair. Get over it. Do some shit, yeah. man. You know, the, that's 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 how you grew your business is you grew some shit. You didn't know how to wholesale. You went started, took some classes, did some shit, fucked up, did yep. some more shit, closed deals, fucked up, did some, did more, some more shit. shit. I, I mean, yep. sure, there are smarter ways to do it, but shit, some of us aren't that smart. Some of us yeah. make stupid decisions or self-sabotage. Start well, somewhere. Here, here's the equalizer. Money, right? Yeah. If you have a bunch of money to spend and you want a shortcut, you can, of course, do that. that that'll work every I time. I did not. Yeah. Many people listening to this podcast didn't do not. So uh, hard work and dedication and commitment will get you where you need to get. You just need to do it. You got you to gotta worry about You got to get up and, you know, if, if you have a regular job and you got to get up at six o'clock to go to that job, you got to get up at four. You got to put two hours in before, or you got to stay up until 12 or two to do the shit you got to do on your business. And you have to be willing to, especially if you have a full-time job and you're trying to do this by yourself, you need to have help. Be willing to accept smaller checks to get checks, Yeah. right? I mean, 50% of, uh, of anything is better than 100% of zero. So if you're brand new and you want someone to help with the heavy lifting, call someone you know and come come out to the meetups. There's people that will partner with you for sure um, and will help mentor you along the way for sure. All, if it's provided, it's not a one-way relationship. For I feel sure. there's a lot of people who come in. So standard disclaimer applies, right? If you're looking to come in and use an abuse and just make withdrawals and not make any deposits, you're going to have a hard go of it. But for sure. That's what I did with Steve is I just added a ton of value. I just did yeah. as much as like whatever he was doing. Yep. That, that was the most important thing in my life. I remember when I started back up, I didn't even really like even look down the road. Like I just want to get through this and do I had no yeah. ambition. Yeah. Just get get back in the game somehow. Get yep. moving, get doing something. Didn't even have money for a printer. You had to go buy the printer. Yep. So I I couldn't even imagine myself doing anything, you know? And I Sometimes you got to do it. There's a lady who's been coming in the office for the last two weeks and she brings her kid in and she's working and they're sitting on computers and playing toys and she's coming out. She's like cooking full on meals and stuff and she's getting her grind on the yeah. office with kids. So what you I've got do. kids. Yeah. So does she. Yeah. She found a way to grind up on something, right? right? She's sitting in her office, taking care of her kids, cooking meals, prospecting. Shit'll pay off too. Pay off too. You look at that, and And I look at the rest of you, and I think you're weak. That's right. And then you know what? The 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 excuse will be, well, that's not good for the kids, and the kids deserve my attention, and that's better. Of course they do. Where do you think they're going to get it from? And don't you think they're learning a lesson watching you? work your ass off to give them a better life. I do now that's not going to substitute time with them, of course, but what good is time with them? If you can't give them a roof over their head or you can't give them food in their bellies. Right. So you have to balance it, but she's not paying somebody to take care of them. She's sitting right right there with them, doing her work, helping them with their work. Yep. And there's lots of ways to do it. There's no one way, but I think what you're annoyed about is the kind of entitlement 
that some people think they have yeah. to something when they're not willing to do anything in return for it. Entitlement and also expectation that they're just going to walk right into this business and be crushing it. Yeah, it's brutal, you know what man. I mean? Good luck. I don't care what your budget is. Yeah. You can come in and dump thousands upon thousands, tens of thousands of dollars. If you don't know what you're doing, it's not going to it's not going to matter. It'll work eventually. You need a you need to work into it. So the people that don't want to do the work are the people that try to look for shortcuts. Everyone's yeah. always trying to find an easier way in the shortcut. Don't get me wrong. If there's an easier way to do something or a more efficient way, I'm always interested in that. But they're looking to skip the line, if you will. They're looking to avoid and skip all that hard work. And it's just, you can't do it. It doesn't exist. You get found out, man. Anything. What, what can you name that you can do? You can just jump the line like that. Nothing. You'll get found out. You can fake it till you make it all you want. That And that's fine, too. But you'll still get found out. You'll still get found I out. I get a few that slip by every now and then. It's okay to fake it until you make it in a sense. But you can't just jump ahead and then actually be what you're trying to fake. Right. You just can't be it until you are it. Yeah. Don't you, lie about what you do, though. That would be the one right. thing. Be honest yeah. about it. Yeah. You can imagine yourself successful, though. You can imagine yourself with a big wholesale company or a flip company. And like you said earlier, you, if you don't believe you can do it, that's right. That's really step one. Well, saying I, you know, as an affirmation or something, I I wholesale fifty houses a year. That's great. Putting it on your website when you have not put one house under contract. Not so great. That's not so great. Yeah, that's a great example. You know, Thank you. Yeah. Saying I'm the best, you know, jujitsu guy in the state of Michigan. Great. Proving it on the mat. Another story. Yeah. I can say that all I want. I can step on the mat with probably any blue belt in this state and they'd probably crush me because I'm terrible. But you see somebody like I went to a Marcelo Garcia seminar this past weekend. It's pretty badass. Who, anybody that follows jujitsu know he's one of the greatest of all times. Like, one of the best ever and just watching him show and perform pretty simple moves. Nothing we did was very complicated. And there was like five or six black belts in the room, all focusing and paying really strict attention to what he's doing. Everybody's looking at what he's doing and he just made it look so easy. So simple. I'm like watching going, I, I can do that. Yep. I got it. I understand exactly what he's showing me how to do. <laughs> I walk over with my light, nice purple belt partner and I sit there and I go to do the movement. And I'm like, wait, what <laughs> fucking brain fart? What happened? Yeah. I don't understand what happened. I just watched him do it. I understood it. And then I go to actually do it and I'm falling all over myself. What happened? So the purple belt's got to show me what to do again. And he does it. And of course it's smooth and flawless. I'm like, all right, cool. I got it. I go to do it. All right, that was a little better. I got the movement this time. Shit takes practice. You got it down. So why do you think this is going to be any different? Why do you think that real estate or wholesaling, no matter what, I mean, break wholesaling down. Fucking direct mail, Facebook ads, Google ads, selling houses, acquisitions of your houses. It's all shit to learn. Each one of those is, there's five levels. There's white belt, blue belt, purple belt, brown belt, black belt in each of those individual categories. And if you're brand new, you're a white belt in all of them, right? So you don't become a black belt overnight, especially in something like wholesaling and jujitsu. I love making these analogies because they, to me, they're so similar. There's so much involved in it. There's so many things that intertwine and connect. And then there's levels. You can be a, a blue belt wholesaler and make a lot of money, do really well. That's great. 
But when you become a black belt, then you can be like incredible. Then you're running. I'm not a black belt wholesaler. I think I may be high purple, low brown belt, maybe. What's above white? Blue. There we go. I white, blue, purple, brown, black. I'll say like a dark blue. That's yeah. where I'm at. So you're dark high blue. blue, high, blue yeah. high blue. Yeah. So I, I think I'm, I'd say I'm a purple belt or a brown belt in wholesaling. And so if I'm feeling like I'm not the best at any one of those categories. Now, maybe I'm a black belt in in absentee owner direct mail. Okay. Because I'm really good at that section or something. But all those other sections, I'm not a black belt in probably anything. Your so, black belt closer, though. That's how I learned all the closes. You're pretty good I appreciate at closing. That. Um, you're also a black belt uh, title because I've been doing this shit for 11 years. Half the that. time I sell cat, I get the thing. I'm like, I got to call Steve because yeah. I get mad if I call my title company. Nobody will explain it to yeah. me. <laughs> like, Steve, what, what are they saying here? You know? Yeah. And I've been doing it for 11 years and there's a gulf of information I don't know. And I did, I did title for longer than eleven years. Like I was, the, that was my That's job. Crazy. How long did you? Twelve years. Day. I think it was fourteen years. Total. How the fuck did you do that, Man, dude? Mind numbing sometimes, but I did different jobs. Sometimes, sometimes. Ah. When I first started out, it was tax examiner, so I was a temp, Ugh. and so I started at this title company in East Lansing in Okemos, actually. And my job was to call the city and get property tax in. That's a shit job, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this was before the interwebs, really. Uh, and then were they better than Detroit at least or Oh uh, yeah, it was okay. decent. It was a small it was Ingham County. So Lansing was Not one of the bad. cities. So it wasn't as bad. But and then I would have to drive to the county, which from there was probably twelve or fifteen miles or so. Drive to the county and go record stuff and then pick stuff up and drive back. You're gopher. Yeah. yeah. So that was my break into the title industry, but it led me down from tax examiner to regular abstractor. They call it all an abstractor does is search a, a specific program, a title program. Usually it's data trace or something. They have several of them, but they search a program for the title history. And then they are given guidelines of what to look for and what to pull the documents to pull for the examiner. The examiner is the person that looks at all the documents you pulled and decides what goes on the title commitment. I did that job for the longest. I was probably 11 years at that job, man, reading deeds and liens and fake ass deeds and prison lawyers and all <laughs> kinds of fun lawyers. stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, the independent Republic of the state of Michigan, whatever's oh bullshit. God. You yeah. know exactly, yeah, what, I'm know exactly about, what you're talking about where they record it's a like manifesto. A yeah. <laughs> they record like a manifesto declaring that their mortgage is not valid because yeah. they are an independent they saw a YouTube video, sovereign YouTube nation then, of the though. state of Steve or something, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that stuff. Yeah. So 10 years of reading that kind of nonsense. Oh my God. And determining what's going on and being responsible for it. Cause if something came back later and the title company had a claim, they back chain that whole thing go, how do we, why do we insure this? And they look at it. And if I screwed something up, you know, I was the one getting called into the office and getting yelled at. So I don't really think I ever had something like that happen major. I think once and it was drawing legal descriptions and there was a call that was wrong. Um, you bring up a great point though. What's wrong with starting at the bottom? Like nothing did, at all. Exactly. Right. Yeah. What is wrong with saying, I know nothing. Yeah. And I'm just going to get in this business <laughs> some way. Right. Like you didn't know necessarily like you weren't saying, okay, I'm going to be a wholesaler. I'm going to go work at a title company. Yeah. And I'm not suggesting anybody do that. No right. Idea. No. 
you could just hire a title a company. But you yeah. started all the way at the bottom. Yep. And you worked your way up the food chain, right? Yep. And how did you start wholesaling? You saw. Saw somebody else making money, doing deals, bringing, you know, young guy, younger than me. And I'm going, what is this guy doing? He's not a realtor. You start busting out your calculator, He's right? Not, yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. So, is that this, that's a lot of money. Did he just make 50 grand? And yeah. He bought that house today and sold it today? How did this happen? And there's a mortgage? Like, what, how is this all working? So, turns out there was a whole lot of fuckery going on, but. Besides that, uh, it turned me on to this whole business and this whole game, I guess. But yeah. but before that, even before that, though, I was open to it because you remember Carlton Sheets, right? Absolutely, the old, yeah. Old, old school. money down. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna be my old man, get off my lawn. I hope you sell stuff on TV. For a like, minute. <laughs> so, Some course, it's late at night, three at Steve selling me. Yeah. <laughs> you said something a minute ago, though, about- uh, Podcast to riches. Yeah. Steve Lando. Podcast to riches. I think someone does that. Yeah. Um, so there is, there's something you said a few minutes ago that reminded me, and it was like, you, there's nothing wrong with starting at the bottom. No. And I'm going to sound like the old man- Good. and the millennials, but I like that. That's a big problem. That's a problem with today's kids right now. I think it's a human. That is a problem. huge problem with humans in general. It's not yeah, a millennial yeah, thing. It's absolutely. a human thing where they, everybody wants to just launch and become this, you know, from zero to Mark Zuckerberg in two days. It's like, come on, man. First of all, all Zucks didn't wasn't an overnight success either. He put in. He didn't some cash work. checks for a long yeah. time, and he got some big. Big offers that he yeah. said no to. Yep. So and and it, all the stuff before that, you know, there's a whole lead up to creating what he created and and then monetizing it the way that he has and will and all that stuff. But that's the same story with everybody. Like all these overnight success stories are not ever not overnight. Ever, yeah. And so people and a lot of people in general just want to, you know, they want to. They want everything now. It's instant, which I 1000% get. I'm one of the most impatient people when it comes to something I want. But I also know nothing's free. You got to pay for everything you want in this world, whether that's with your grind, your hustle, or cash, or whatever it is. There's a price to pay to play, and you got to be willing to pay it. If you just want to step up to the plate, stick out the bat, and get a home run, that shit doesn't work. Even in a video game, that shit doesn't work. Nope. So you need to be willing to grind it out and put in the work and fail today so that you can succeed tomorrow. Yeah, and if you want to do it faster, dude, this is where I lose my fucking mind. You know, somebody tells me how bad they want it. Did you read that? Did you go there? Did you go to that working event? No, I was up late at night. No, I went to a party. Like, I don't even fucking understand. No, I was binge watching Game of Thrones. I, I don't I don't even understand. Like, do you just like going out and telling people lies about what you want to do? Like, yeah. obviously, if you cared about it that much, you would be doing it. You'd yep. be doing it nonstop. I mean, I fucking sucked when I started with you. I was terrible. I had some contacts. But I hadn't closed anybody in person. Yeah. Ever. I'd done shit over the phones and then I got into REO. Yeah. Which was fantastic. Which is great. But that's I can't easy. argue, but Quote, unquote, it is easy. Oh yeah. The deals just come to you. You're like yeah. being hand fed well, by the government. Two thousand six to two thousand eight. It was beautiful. <laughs> Dude, it was humiliating. It was terrible. Just not fun at all yeah. being that bad. 
at something and then you start to get dangerous. Then you lose a few, like just screwing shit up. Yep. Make you sick to your stomach, you know, and everybody watching TV, going to the fucking movies, four cars, a boat, like, I can't leave this job. Okay. You know, don't talk about how bad you want it. Then Gary V's always talking about that. I know what you're thinking about at six o'clock in the morning. You know, Yep. I wake up angry, you know, I'm ready to get after the day. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't like to be a morning person, but for some reason I am a morning person and I'm not a 5 a.m., 4 a.m. morning person, but a 6 to 7 a.m. morning person. But I get up and I'm ready to go. I'm like fired up. Um, I need, usually need some coffee, but mandatory. I'm also motivated. I'm ready to get shit done right then and there. If I don't, if I start to be lazy, I could be lazy all day. That's like a Sunday once in a while. If I just am not in that mode and I need rest, I would sleep all day. So you have to get up and move around and get ready to do shit. If you just have the attitude of laziness in your mind, oh, I don't feel like it. Well, you're not going to get anywhere. Dude, what a great place to do real estate, too. Can you honestly name another 4.4 million people how many real estate groups right? that you can go to and meet people actually doing? This was amazing to me. When I moved from Pullman, Washington... It's basically a town of college students, and if they left, it'd be 5,000 wheat farmers, <laughs> right? Multiple generations of wheat farmers. There's no fucking club. Yeah. There's nobody. There's some people buying some rental houses for students. Right. A few little strip commercial malls. Everything else is government or university. It's all driven that way. Nothing here. I can think of eight right off the top of my head, and I'm sure there are more I don't even know about. And that's just in su- not even leaving. That's just Wayne oakland and macomb county right if you start you start moving washington i mean it just yeah. gets crazy there's genesee meetings tons of them there's a couple that are groups now in genesee at least and what, what's the of. most expensive one most of them are free 20 25, yeah, 25 bucks a meeting 150 bucks a year or something i pay for emria yeah. but Not, that's so don't buy pop emria go is to, one that's good that you have to pay for that i feel like i get value from i mean that's a good meeting, a savage, especially yeah. if you're brand new I mean, you get so many connections and contacts by going to that meeting. You can actually learn a lot of basic information. Now, what I always did was I would learn whatever the speaker was talking about that I didn't know or was trying to learn about. And then I'd go research it later um, because I didn't want to spend 300 bucks for somebody's course every single month. However, I've actually bought courses from that shit too. So there's nothing wrong with doing it that way. But you don't also don't have to do it that way. Jeremy, RDI, um, you don't have to spend any money, essentially. No. I mean, you you should to support Shields that puts it on. Um, the Metro Detroit Real Estate Investment Group that Tom Alderman puts on with Aaron. Those guys, that's just a meetup, too. You literally don't have to buy anything there, either. That one's Again, my favorite. Just show up, have fun. Show up, have people. fun. Yeah. Talk to people. Get to know people. Have some good food. Drink some beer. Have some water. Whatever the hell. It's always on the patio when it's nice. Even when it's colder out, it's out there, and it's generally nice. The the They have uh, heaters and stuff. It's really good meeting. Serious, serious, serious players are at that meeting. Most people discount it because it's – I shouldn't say most people discount it. Many people that discount it because it's not a like a structured yeah, real estate organized. meeting or something. Yeah. But it's organized. Be here this day, this time, see you there. And deals get done there. I've sold multiple houses at that meeting. I've made connections with buyers that have bought houses from me 
outside of the meeting, but that I met at that meeting. I borrowed money from people at that meeting. I've hired salespeople from that meeting. I mean, it's a great it's meeting. It's a great meeting. There's a, and there's multiple meetings like that in this, in this area. Um, there's always something out there to get out and go do. Podcast is free. Podcast is free. It's a damn thing. Listen to Steve tell you at a wholesale. There's a whole lot of free information on the old internet that you can learn, but it's about what you do with all that knowledge and you need to do something and take some action. That kind of leads me into the next part. Um, the wholesale tip this week is to be a big fish in a small pond. One of my early mentors said that to me over and over and over and over and over again, too. That was one of Mark Islaw's early things too. becoming a, being a big fish and Richard Roop too, being a big fish in a small pond. So be an expert. And this doesn't necessarily have to be a geographic thing. Uh, they always meant it in a geographic sense for the most part. Um, but I'm saying to become an expert in one city or an area or one niche of investing, like pre-foreclosures. I was an expert at short sales for three years. I mean, that's yeah, shit all I too. did was I short sales. Them. God, they're miserable. I hated them too. They made a lot of money. So <laughs> that made me like them. Um, and I networked with some of the most brilliant people in that industry around the entire country. And Which is pretty cool. was in a conference room like this with, you know, eight or 10 people several times a year that were crushing it to learn from. So pre-foreclosures is one. Probate. Now that's a list. So is pre-foreclosures. It's a list. It's a niche. Um, you can be an expert in probate. It doesn't, it's not just a list. It's a whole process. It's a legal process for when people pass away to distribute their estate and their assets. If you're, you can do probate deals and know nothing about the probate process. You can also be a probate expert. Someone like Ron Walraven, I would say is a probate expert for at sure. this point. So yeah, I think you meant. Ron the Don. Ron the Don. I'm trying to make the that Godfather. stick. You gotta okay, help me right. out. Ron the Don. Ron the Don. Um, Speaking of which, owners? if you come across Ron Wall Raven, that's right. Help me out. This is such a minor thing, but it makes me so happy. If we could just make Ron the Don stick. So that's in reference to, I call Ron the Godfather real estate in Detroit because he's just done fucking thousands of deals, like legitimately too, not just I said I did it. He's done thousands of deals, all sorts of creative transactions, like, and got mangled several times and lived to tell the tale. You know, it's like that animal just somehow always comes out on top, you know? So that's where it's from. So I call him Ron the Don. So please hook a brother up. So Ron, the Ron, the Don is the probate expert, um, absentee owners. I would think I'm the expert at that. Uh, it's not really being an expert at it. It's knowing the areas that absentee owners, um, where the best values are for absentee owner properties, where they may be the most apt to sell their property. Royal Oak absentee owners. I've been mailing to for four years. I might've done three there that came off that list. Good deals, but East point. Westland, I might have done twelve or something. You know what I mean? Like two thirds or three quarters of deals I did with you were absentee owners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The majority of it. So, absentee owners is another niche that you can be a big fish in a small pond. Evictions. I've been trying to get this list, and so for example, one of my friends down in Houston, she does evictions, and she's she's got a whole mail campaign for it. She can pull the list really easily for her area, and she's got like a four or five postcard campaign over a two week period to their court date. She buys a ton of houses off of that. So 
that's another area that you could be a big fish. I would call her a big fish in a small pond with evictions. I don't know very many people that even pull that list, let alone crush it off that list. So all of those are different types. Other, you know, also the city like Jesse and Redford, um, you know, Josh and down river. I mean, there's certain areas where you become the, the guy or the person not to be sexist as we were just talking about before with, uh, Did the you other just assume thing, my so. gender, bro. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I'll use guys. Yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't matter. You, you can find what it is that you want to be the man, the person at, and it can be anywhere. I mean, cities and, and it can change over time. I mean, Jesse started out as the Redford guy and he's still kind of known as the Redford guy, but he, Jesse does a whole lot more than deals in Redford. He does a whole lot more than just flip houses. So you don't have to always pigeon your whole yourself into being that forever. Or pick a person. Pick like a I person. I pick Steve. Like, oh, whatever Steve's doing, I'm doing. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm doing it for two years. I don't care what it is. I'm yeah. Just, I'm going to do it for two years. Yep. So. And that's a good way, too, especially if you're young, young, single, hungry. Man, why? Now is the time. Don't waste your time going out to the bars and partying. You Trust me, you'll have plenty of time for that, and you'll enjoy it more later, I'm yeah. sure. Get it out of your system if you must. But cut that shit short if you no want to succeed. On my side, but right. I got it out of my system. It just took a while. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I got a lot of that out of my system early on too. I'm not a big yeah. drinker, anyways. That just doesn't appeal to me. I'm mellow. I want to chill out, hang out, hang out by the fire, watch movies, watch sports. You know that kind of thing. I do like gatherings. Like I, I really hope to get to Mark's. 40th birthday party. Um, I'm not come sure. Come to the barbecue, to. though, right? June 25th? Yes, June Thank 25th. You. Delia Group Barbecue. You must come. I'm you definitely going to plus make, ones, too. Definitely so. going to make a way to be there. Plus eights or whatever. Plus eights. Yeah, it might be the whole along. crew. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe just a couple of us. I might just bring some of the boys. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I like, I, I like that stuff. But really, I know the most important thing is to make money. Because if I don't make money, we don't have a house to live in. So... Those things are one in one A in my life. Those are, that's all I have. That's all I do. I work, I have my family and I do jujitsu. That's my life. So what I'm saying for you, young folk is to stop watching, stop binge watching breaking bad. Awesome show. I loved it, but I like money a lot more. So when I'm 50 and I'm chilling in Punta Cana or whatever the fuck it is, bad's going to be there. I'll be able to watch it again. And binge the whole thing. And there's shit. I like TV. I like movies. I like entertainment like that too. Um, but it, you have to balance it. I like video games. I can't do it. I've realized I can't play games. I can't like get into my computer games because it will suck me in and I'll be wanting to be a professional gamer or something. It's just the way it is. <laughs> I get really into it. I'm like, oh my God, I got to upgrade all my equipment. My mouse, I need a better mouse. I need a better processor. I need a better video card. I need better headphones. What am I doing? No, I don't. Later. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? No, I don't. I don't need any of that stuff. That's a whole postcard campaign and right just there. just time sucked away shooting dumb people on the internet. It's like great fun. Although it's really not great fun sometimes because it's very frustrating. I have uh, gamer rage too. I get very yeah, angry. Gamer rage. <laughs> God Oh yeah, he's cheating. No. Oh, How many times did you yank the old Nintendo across the room? Oh yeah, and bit the controller. I didn't buy. I, I, I spiked a it a few times. <laughs> I had a friend who would bite the start buttons off. Really, of the Nintendo controllers. 
<laughs> what? Why would you do that? You're just allowed to get angry at your equipment back then. Now it's frowned upon. Yeah. But yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, uh, gamer rage. Like, what? You can't even punch walls anymore in this Well, back country. then what there was no them? like, oh, you just respawned or whatever. Yeah, when did no. that happen? Yeah, well. You used you... to fucking die and you died. You had <laughs> you to start all over yes. again. You kicked the thing across the room. You're like, ah. Oh, my God. Yeah, games are different now. But yeah, Battlefield 3 and 4 got me. Battlefield 4, I dumped too many hours in just playing it and over and over. And like all, all of my kids love video games and I love to play games, but now I've decided I can only play their games. So whatever games they want to play and I'll play with them, but I'm not playing by myself. I'm not going to fire up Battlefield or Call of Duty or actually Counter Strike was my other game too. I played a shitload of Counter Strike. Nope, not going to be a professional gamer anytime soon. I'm not going to start streaming demetrius johnson or some actual pro gamer and make any money from it so why bother wasting any energy on it i'll have fun with my kids and enjoy it through them and with them and watch them play but i need to make money and when i have spare time that's not family focused that's what i need to be spending it on growing my business or my investment or you know things that are going to pay off in the future, not just wasting time like that. And that's something that's come over the last few years that I never would have thought about when I was in my twenties or thirties oh, yeah. ever, ever give a shit about starting that. to wrap my mind around it. Yeah. It's hard. Well, actually you got me thinking a little bit longer term than before. Just even in the last year you were talking about instead of looking in quarters in years you're looking in decades and generations and things like that i'm trying to think generational which is next to impossible yeah but that's you know it's i'm so impatient and i have a real problem with that so i try to think i made a lot of mistakes and it's cost me a lot of money because i was so impatient right so i just try and think as long term as i can it's a struggle it's one of the reasons why i like working for joe at the dealer group i mean a lot of what i do is not fun (laughs) But it really does help me think further down the road than just the tip of my nose, yep. which I'm very prone to, you know? Me too. Yeah. And that's one thing that's good. That was one. I was very sad to have you leave working with me, but also very glad where you ended up landing because Joe is good for you. Joe's he's helped me out good a lot. for me. He's good, yeah. good to be around. He's a good guy. Um, he's, man, he works harder than just about anybody I know. One of you. Yep. Yeah. So. Uh, that's, that's good. And that also kind of goes along with the whole theme of this long rant too, is to be surround yourself with people that make you want to be better. Yeah. Dude, cut your loser friends. Man. If you're stuck in that, it's hard, man. I know, especially if you're really close with them, but if they see you getting better too, maybe they'll want to come along too. And if they don't, then you'll, you will realize they weren't, they weren't supposed to, like you weren't supposed to be drugged down with that. Um, I had to do similar to that to get away from the gang life and shit back in the day. And I think my best friend in the world, Russ, for allowing me to get out of the situation I was in and move in with him when he was off at college and gave me a spot to, to crash, put up with a bunch of my crap and dealing with broke ass Steve, trying to make it and figure out what I'm going to do with my life while he's trying to be a college kid. I was like, crazy but that saved me i know it saved me because that was an hour plus removed from where i was so i may have been officially quote unquote out of the crew but still hang out with the same people they're still all coming through the neighborhood all your enemies don't give a fuck if you're in or out or whatever your status is like crabs in a bucket doesn't matter you try and get out they're pulling you right back down so and 
many friends, you know, lost a lot of their lives to that life and lost their lives to that life. So I'm very thankful to get out of it. And again, if I can, so can you. So if you're ready to do that, keep listening, hit us up, hit me up, hit me up on Facebook, email me, you know, I'm approachable. I'm, to, I'm, I'm willing to talk to you too and help you and guide you down the right path. If you need help, don't be afraid to reach out. Steve at Steve houses fast.com, but don't give me your excuses. You know, fuck your excuses. That's what I'm saying. So that's all I've got for today. Um, it's only a little curmudgeonly though. Just a little, I think it's a good rant. Just a little curmudgeonly. It was mostly inspired by, like I said, I saw something from Ryan. It sparked the fuck your excuses. And I started thinking about where I was thinking about where I am and where I wanted to be. And then I was thinking about where I came from and all the things that I had to overcome and how far I've come. Yeah. Even in the last three years, how far it's all I've different come. journey, man. We so, all start in different places. Yep. You know? And nobody's equal. Nobody's given the same resources, the same parents, the same financial, the same brains, the same education, same work ethic. That shit can be learned, though. Just about all of that can be uh, overcome. All of it can be overcome. So. If you start. If you start. That's right. If you start. All right, folks. Takes a lot of time, as Steve's day, to do this. So first, if you like the deals, we love pitching the deals, but we only do this podcast once a week, right? So you don't want to miss the deals. Go to 313cashdeals.com, 313cashdeals.com. Put in your email address. Don't miss the deals. Or you got a house you're thinking about selling? Go to stevebuyshousesfast.com. And if you're just interested in Steve and want to follow him all over social media, go to Clickso, C-L-Y-X-O dot com forward slash S-Londo, L-O-N-D-E-A-U. And it takes a lot of time. So here's what I want you to do. If, and this is if you like the podcast, if you don't like the podcast, don't do this. Just move on somewhere else. Lots of podcasts, right? But if you like the podcast and you get value, you don't want to be that person who just takes that giving back, all right? Rate and review the podcast. This really, really helps out. It's one of the ways you can help grow the podcast, right? And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to grow the Flip This Podcast audience, trying to increase the Renegade Detroit Investor kind of network out there. And you rate and review is how other people know it's a podcast worth paying attention to. And it's a great thing you do for Steve. You put hashtag Savage Steve so we know or hashtag Flip This, this Podcast or something. Let us know what you like. That way there's more of it. And... If you have a particular episode you love and you think Steve just crushed it, knocking out of the park, share it on social media, man. Spread the love too. Share it with your friends. You know, shout outs are great and they really do help and it does help grow the podcast. We want to grow this audience as large as possible. But I think if we got somewhere around twenty five to thirty five thousand, we can do some pretty amazing things. Some resources open up that did you wouldn't have access before. You can actually afford to fly people in. Like all sorts of crazy shit can happen. Now we are a long way from that. We're like a twenty five thousand away from that. Decimal, <laughs> we're a decimal place away from that, right? And that's not a small thing. But every rate and review helps. Every share helps. Every little bit helps, and we really appreciate your attention. We know you can be doing lots of other things. You could be rotting your brain with TV right now, and you're getting your grind on right now. Listen to Steve. So we really appreciate your attention. It really does matter to us. Till the next time. See ya.